Welcome to Why Are People Listening to This? It's a musical podcast. We're talking about <laughs> pop music and what's on the radio. Wait, the radio doesn't exist anymore. No, Jake, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we have now dated ourselves. My name's Jake Hanlon, and I'm here with my friend, the ah to my ha, Justin Gregg. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh, because we're uh, listening to... Uh, 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 all new, brand new, debuting at number one. Debu- pop song. Is that what happened? It came on in Billboard. Bu- number one. Boom. Pow. Out of nowhere, number one. Out of one. nowhere, although a lot of people probably knew about it, but I didn't. Okay. Uh, oh, so it had, it existed. Okay, what is the no, name of the song? Uh, the song is called As It Was by Harry Styles. Okay. And it came, it had existed, and then boom, it hit Billboard. Right. The album was released. Okay. The beginning oh, of the I get month. It. So then it can and, uh, and this And this song is the lead single. From uh, Harry Styles' latest album. Okay. And it I have, debuted at number one. I've got some questions. So congratulations to him. Yes. Uh, first question. I, I, As you know, Jake, I'm old. Mm. Who is Harry Styles? <laughs> I honestly, I know I've heard the name, and I watched a video mm. with him. He's, mm-hmm. he's a skinny guy with lots of tats. I can mm. respect this. Mm-hmm. Who the f*** is this guy? Yeah. Well, the f- guy is, is... <laughs> we'll be bleeping. Um... <laughs> This is actually right. a very apt and appropriate conversation, considering what we were talking about with some friends before here. Okay. Because he is a, a former runner-up or second runner-up or something of uh, UK's Got Talent. Okay. And then after almost winning but losing, I believe, mm-hmm. people can fact check. That's fine. He joined a certain boy group called... Boys to One, Direction. One, okay, he's the One Direction guy. He's from One Direction. They're mega famous boy band. Yes. I can't name a single song they've written. Not okay. I, n- nor I. Okay. Um, because I think that it's well established on this podcast uh-huh. that we don't listen to that crap. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so we, you're probably just... already wondering our angle on this. Yeah. Any, anyways, no, all right. Our, we're, we're just curmudgeoning Gen Xers. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. It'll, we'll be fair. Okay, yeah. the thing is, is that we were, before we were doing this mm-hmm. podcast, we were, um, uh, you know, uh, talking about the upcoming Eurovision competition. That's right. Because we're fans of Eurovision. Yes. Which is schlocky and schmaltzy and cheesy and corny. It's and that's to be. why we like it. Yes. Because it is it knows so what it tongue is. in cheek and it's on the nose and all this stuff. So we're excited for it. <clears throat> Justin's going to host a big Eurovision party. I'm going to be there. That's right. We're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, and just I'm gonna cheer for the worst song. That's right. That's my plan. But the thing is, I, I gotta listen to all the songs that are gonna make it to the competition on air competition and decide which one I think is worst. Yep. Because the last few times, the worst song has won, in my opinion. Yes. <laughs> I, that's what's great about your vision. You're like, oh, this is objectively yeah. terrible. No human would like so this. I'm number one. I'm like an NBA fan that just wanted to cheer for the Lakers this season, <laughs> and then they missed the playoffs. So, all right. Well, we'll now, see. <laughs> But it, so I was on my way over here, and I was just trying to compart, like, uh, kind of like compartmentalize this whole One Direction thing. That band, that group is over. It's yeah, on an okay. indefinite hiatus. Okay, and he's now embarked on his solo career. I think this is his second or his third solo album. Okay, and flying out of the gate, number one. You know this sort of thing. He's a former TV competition runner-up, second runner-up, whatever big boy band career mega famous dude mm-hmm. um doing some different kind of stuff with his music um 
And it brings me back to the first time that American Idol came out. Okay. And, and I was just like, oh, this whole fad in popular culture. And I'm just like, wait, this can't be a fad anymore. Like, <laughs> this, is just, going this on. is just part of it because that show's still on television, as yes. far as I understand. I think so. And as somebody who doesn't watch a lot of television myself, we don't like, do television or radios apparently anymore. Yeah, no. Oh, I, you know, it's all been replaced by YouTube and Netflix. But yeah. that's all well and good. Now, I was interested. I, I didn't watch the first season of American Idol. I did watch the second season of American Idol, and a little bit of the third season of it. And at that point, I was just kind of like. Okay, like this is just going to be the same nonsense. It's a popularity contest and has absolutely nothing to do with how, you know, the quality of the songs that they're choosing or the quality of uh, the singer that is up there. And it's, it is an opportunity to get some people who usually maybe normally would not pass as pop stars because they're not, you know, a 10 out of 10 gorgeous or handsome. Yeah, it's a way to get the underdog some attention. They love an underdog. Yeah, and I really like that too. Like you know, Rupert Stuttert won the second year that I was, and I you know he's oh, yeah. a big, big dude. Like I remember you know, tall, that guy. heavy black guy with a great voice, and uh, I and I really thought that was really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just sort of as the show picked up steam, became it just felt a little bit more vapid and. <laughs> yeah, and useless every year. But and, it's turning out Harry Styles is still. Yeah, and there's been people uh, from American Idol winners year to year to year that it's like a crapshoot if they're going to actually really have a big strong career or not. And, and some yeah. artists have who finished out of the top five have had bigger better careers like Jennifer Hudson or somebody yeah. like that. Yeah, you know, like and but Kelly Clarkson who won the first one, great career, She's killing it. Yeah, yeah, you know and. Um, um, uh, what's her name? Carrie Underwood. Oh yeah, She's one of the biggest uh, pop country stars during you know the heyday of her career, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so it ha- it has created like global talents. Mm-hmm. And while this is the basically the um, the United Kingdom version of of of, of American Idol, um, you know that the it's the same premise. You know, people call in or email in or vote or whatever and say that so-and-so is your pick and somebody's got to come out on top and win. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just basically don't really believe in competitions in music anyways. And as somebody who's won competitions in music, like, mm-hmm. you know, it just, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a strange thing. It's a weird way to, it's a weird way for music to work. Yeah. I don't think that it's necessarily the way that it should work. And there's a famous quote by Bela Bartok, the great composer that said, you know, competitions are for horses, you know, <laughs> and I always thought that was a very apt quote, uh huh, um, and uh, and true. But let's talk about the song. Yeah, okay. This so Harry Styles long. almost won the competition. It nonetheless made him super famous, and mm-hmm. then now he's just famous. But I don't know anything about his musicianship or singing ability because this is the first time I've heard a song. Um, yeah. So I don't know what to make of him as a. Mega hit. I wouldn't know what to make of him off of this song either. Because this song, the song itself, we we just turned it on. I had listened to a little bit. Refresh our ears. Yeah, and so I listened to it fully just just now, and I'm like, oh, it's it's. uh, We're talking about like this song could have been written by an AI. Yeah, because the computer algorithm could have written the music for this song and the production of it. Because it's just four chords, and then you know it has 
the exact changes that are required for a song to be a song, except for they didn't include a bridge or any changes. It's just like, this is how you structure the first verse and the second verse, you add this and take away the, that. Minimum amount of variation. Minimum. I, I would minimum. imagine that if you listen to like the top 20 songs on Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal or any of the streaming services that and, and, and put them all in the same key... Uh-huh. It would be the same four chords. Yeah, this I is mean, just such this a has been this has been happening. Yeah, like this is we've been this is a constant in this podcast because it's a constant in popular music, right? So I like harmony. Mm-hmm. I like good voice leading. I like rhythm and mm-hmm. melody. And this, this is, is just but, a straight but this beat. is just like this is kind of like. I really feel like in popular music, this kind of writing became passe in 1963. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, it's there's there's ways to, to to do the same thing, but just more interestingly. Yeah, this is it's such a contrast to Silk Sonic, right? Because this mm. is a it's a formula for a song, right? And like the, you can literally click on a button. That will make the drums sound more like rock drums, pop yeah, drums. Yeah, these yeah. are like the, these. These are the sounds from like an Aha track from the eighties. Well, They're I like, was waiting for Aha to like burst through the speakers and 100%. Just start screaming "Take on me!" Yeah, because even like the sound of the synth melody, hundred percent. That's Aha, take on me. And this is just like I'm like. If I was like those guys, I'd be like, "Where's I'm gonna call my lawyer?" Yeah, like because but, this is dangerously close to what we had. Sure, I mean, well, but it's but it's the thing. Like, if they clicked a button so that it sounded like a different synth or a different drum sound, or a little bit more mid range, yeah, or for a little, example, yeah. yeah, or just like to make it harder, or whatever, or like those bells are such an '80s thing. Like instead of these big bells, we did a um, I don't know, like a a laser sound or whatever. Like you can change the feeling to it, but it's all just it's all just cookie cutter and then do you want it to sound like an aha song or do you want it to sound like a cream song or i don't know just pick a well well i yeah you're so right to me it definitely like has that 80s vibe to it this is like a new wave synth dance tune yeah which by the way i love because i would love to make a song like this super easy doesn't take more than five minutes sounds great it's better than i could do obviously but like yeah. I'm into this kind of music, but like this is a number one hit, just occupied by like Silk Sonic winning Grammys, who are amazing artists. And this, they're saying somehow because it's number one, is equivalent to a Silk Sonic song. And I'm like, no, this is like any <laughs> yeah. idiot ten year old can make this in their basement in about two minutes. Yeah, this is not complicated or interesting yeah. music. I don't think. No, I don't think there's anything complicated about this. And 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 and. Complicate, compli- com- you know, like making something complicated for the sake of complicated. Is, <laughs> Isn't that your job <laughs> as a jazz musician? <laughs> Maybe it is, but I don't think that it always needs to be that way in songwriting. Yeah, because no, you're you can right. get pretty convoluted pretty fast. I've it's been true. there, like as a writer, like um, just because. Oh, this this does sound basic. I'm going to force it into something more complex. Forcing it into something more complex would be disingenuous, and I wouldn't promote that. You'd hear, but like it, yeah. when it's just like obviously, uh, I'm going to press. I got my MIDI keyboard. I'm going to hold down D, uh-huh. and I've got Pro Tools or whatever DAW that I'm using. 
is is programmed to the key of D, and then I'm just going to like find the notes that fit. Yeah, that's exactly. There's my chords. Let's find a melody that's going to fit that. Guess what, Jack? Any melody is going to fit with that. Exactly. Just improvise as any melody. As long as you're just within the in, within the key. So if you have any sense of ears and any singing ability, you'll be able to do that. It's just you know? uninspired, you know. I was just well, listening he's to singing uninspired. Like yeah. it's like he barely gives a shit enough to finish each phrase with any strength. Yeah, and maybe he's interpreting the lyrics that way as it's something about change or loss or whatever the hell he's. But why is this interesting? Why is it so interesting that it's number one? Like I understand why it's again. If I had made this song and shared it on Facebook, my friends would be like, good job, this sounds cool. I'd be like, yeah, great, awesome. I wouldn't think like this. You're not going to be going number one. Yeah, this is going to be number one. No. I made a number one hit single. It's because he's in One Direction. But that's not how music works. (laughs) (laughs) It drives me crazy. No, it's not how music works, but it's how the music industry works. That's gross. I mean, it's not a, again, not a bad song. It just makes no sense that this is number one. Well, I'll I'll say it's a bad song. (laughs) Well, I know. Fine, I get it. But like it's not like it doesn't hurt your ears. You know what I mean? No, it doesn't hurt your ears. It's you know what? This is kind of like you know when you're watching a movie and there's background music happening in the yes, movie, but that. you don't even realize there's background happening in <laughs> music happening in the movie. Yeah. That's what this is. This could be an to 80s, me. Yeah. It's and, an eighties movie's background soundtrack. Yeah. Well you could you could you could put it into any sort of scenario. It, this is this is music for your Caesar salad. You know, this is like nobody's. I, I, I'd be curious if people like are like listening to this with their headphones on, like holding them really close, and like, yeah, man, Harry, yeah, right. Like, that's what I mean. It's know, not. It's just like, oh, it's kind of fun. It's super happy, majory kind of like la 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 la, and it's like, and, and it's just like a big wad of yeah, like just, just, just happy. Now, like, oh, oh, boy, this is the happiest song. But it's not a happy song about happy things. But it has, like, a happy sort of vibe to it. And so people can just, like, hmm, you know, like, go to the gym or go for a walk or, yeah. or, or rock their baby. I, I don't it's know. It's good what, background like, music. I don't, yeah, it's, it's 100% background music. It's or, not or an like, amazing song. Or, like, let's, oh, dance. But it's not a club dancing song. No. No, it's like uh, I'm in my living room with my hairbrush. That scene in that movie that I remember from like the 80s or whatever. With Tom Cruise, you mean? Yeah, or whatever. Like, it's like you don't want anybody to know that you like this song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. But you're rocking out to it when nobody's around. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't. It doesn't spark the imagination. It doesn't well, give you an emotional response. But doesn't it fit nicely into a 12 second TikTok, though? Right. It's background music or something else going on. It's crap. You know, I was listening to a podcast where someone was interviewing Missy Elliott. Oh, that'd be a fun interview. Yeah. she And she's so cool. And, like, she was talking about when she first got together with uh, Timberland or whatever, and they were making their songs. And, like, they were doing something. She was doing something that hadn't been done before in terms of the beats she was producing that she was rapping over. And they're like, this. there hasn't been hip-hop music that has this beat with this thing and so like she was an innovator yeah sure right and she was also sitting behind a computer doing beats yeah right so like the medium isn't the problem like you can create crazy innovative interesting music using pro tools and a midi keyboard yeah right and or you can just do the bare minimum to make it a song and so like i i I think that like why aren't there more Missy Elliotts that are number yeah. one? Where's no, the new interesting thing? There's a lot of people that are out there. Like I was um, listening to an interview with Kendrick Lamar, 
And he, Kendrick Lamar is not an educated musician in terms of like can read music or anything like that. I don't yeah. believe, but he surrounds himself by people who are super educated, and he's into he's very Afro positive, right? Mm-hmm. Like he uses he, there's a strong influence of jazz music and early hip hop and uh, house music and all sorts of kind of stuff in what he does. And I remember somebody was explaining working with him in the studio where they were sitting at the piano and they were this person was a jazz musician and they were playing like chords that people would label as jazz chords as i do my air quotes there's a ninth in there yeah yeah there's like yeah there's more than four notes in the chord and kendrick would be like what is that like you don't don't explain it to me like how can i use that Mm-hmm. Because I like the way that that sounds, which seems so honest. Yeah, like it's a visceral reaction to being like, "That's a sound that I like, and I can see how I could use it in my beats." But you need to be able to show me how to get it in. Like, where do I put my hands on the? Or, or yeah. can we record you doing this? We can sample it or whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. Same thing as Missy. Like Kanye is the same way, even though he's crazy. Like he's just trying to like do stuff. Like, trying to do like stuff, really yeah. willing to take risks. This is like risk free. This is like I'm gonna go bungee right. jumping with four bungee cords and a net underneath me, and I also have like a helicopter. You're 100 percent correct. This is it is exactly safe. It's the safest possible song yeah. you could possibly ever make. Yeah. It'll offend no one. It, you're not gonna screw it up. It's like you said. Anything you sing over it will work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's unoffensive in that cat- in that way. I understand what you mean because like I could see how anybody would listen to this and kind of be like do 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 like kind of like because yeah. it's heck a hella crazy catchy like it's really catchy. But it's so easy to make a catchy melody over a beat like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's oh yeah like <sighs> yeah. Let's just do some stepwise motion. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, like it yeah. doesn't take much. Yeah. Whereas like do. Put some crazy beat like Missy Elliott was doing and then make that a song. Yeah. And rap backwards and make that interesting. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, good luck trying to emulate anything she has done. Like, that is that is genius. I just, I don't know why I'm focused on Missy Elliott being good. Because she's great. <laughs> but, like, this song. I wonder song what is, she's been up to lately. I, I don't remember what they said. Maybe Hopefully just enjoying retirement, shit. maybe. Yeah. But she's so influential and so good for so oh, long. Oh, man. But, yeah. like, not everyone has to be innovative. So many artists are obviously no, there's not. No, there's no room for that. No, obviously it's impossible. But 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 should they but all Silk try? Sonic is not innovative in the sense that what Silk Sonic is not doing. Not terribly. No, they're 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 they've they've got the genre down. They're modernizing. They're modernizing. They've got some cool lyrics that are of, of the now. Yeah. But but they're they're obviously in the genre that they're in. Yeah. Right. And this is also in the genre that it's in, which is four chord yeah. pop music. It's just it's a boring ass genre. I guess is the problem. Yeah. I talk in a course that I teach about um, about Western popular music, how it basically every artist either kind of is involved in one or two camps. One are people who are um, like um, archivists. They're mm-hmm. people who have like mastered a style of music or, or a small sort of like nugget of something. And then they do that at such a high level that nobody cares if they innovate or not. And they just... They just go out there every night and just kick ass. Yeah. Like the Rolling Stones or sure. like Eric Clapton. Um, you know, and, and they're not really doing anything new. And there's a lot of 
popular musicians today that are doing that. Sure. This uh, this is an example of that. This sure. is basically trying to do a 2022 version of a uh-huh. new wave yeah. UK synth pop song. Sure. And you can understand how that would be because the young gentleman, probably in his 20s, um, who grew, probably grew up on that music. Sure. And so it would be a big, a big part of him. Yeah. And then, and so that's fine. I'm not criticizing that. Nope, I, that great. There's no way to criticize that. Love it. And uh, and then there are people who are adventurists and people who are willing to take risks and who are trying to bend the, the blur the line between things. You know, somebody like a Bob Dylan or the Beatles or Stevie Wonder or, you know, sure. or, or Kendrick Lamar or Tupac or. But even like, even like. K-pop or J-pop stuff, yeah. where you're you're blending genres together in a weird ass way, it's formulaic in the sense that they're all the same groups essentially over and over. But at least they're doing something slightly different, and then you're like, cool. I find that a lot of time with that kind of fusional pop music stuff that it's like trying to ram a square peg into a round hole. It though does, like, doesn't it always does, work. Doesn't it doesn't seldom does it work. Mm. But at least it's But at least they're attempt. trying. Yeah. So at least I give them all props for that. Yeah. This this is a successful recreation of another song, but I think that like right before we got on the mics and you were saying that this is an algorithmic copy of yeah. something of, of, of an, like Depeche Mode or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know. It's it's produ- like it's, produced by Brian Eno and all. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, like you know whatever. you get these YouTube videos where someone like Someone like feeds all of the Harry Potter script into an AI, and then it writes its own <laughs> yeah, script. Then it writes and, a fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, and those are always all this BS, I'm sure, but a lot of the time. But it comes out as like garbage. But I feel like this is like if you fed every '80s like top ten song into an algorithm, it would come it would out crap something like this. This thing, and, it, and it'd be like, yeah, okay, sounds like everything. And you know, if that was what he was trying to do, then success. Like it, you couldn't have more success. No, because it's because he's number one. Like he's at the top, very top of the industry right yeah. now. Yeah. Again, I, I I don't want to shit on the song. The song is great in the sense that it's just like it sounds like a, a song. But what's bugging me is that it is the number one smash Billboard hit. Yeah. This confuses me and it will continue to confuse me because there's no explanation for that other than it's Harry Styles. If this had been yeah. like Josh McGibbon is singing this song, you'd be like, who the hell's Josh McGibbon? That wouldn't even have broken the top million. You right. know what I mean? Right, like, right. It has to be Harry Styles singing this, or it was not number one, and that's not how music should work. God, we've said this so many. I've it's said this interesting. So, many times. so I'm just bringing up the Hot 100 charts again, just to see what else is in the top five, just out of curiosity, right? Okay. Uh, as my internet loads, so still Heat Waves, and then Big Energy by Lado Lado. I don't know who that artist is. Okay, probably will be what we'll do next week. Woo-hoo. Uh, and then Enemy by Magic Dragon, sure. Stay by Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, still up there. That's a, fantastic for them. Like it's it's crap, but it's really great for them. Super Grandma. <laughs> <sighs> now Doja Cat is at number eight. Oh yeah, I have not listened to Doja Cat. I think I've heard some Doja Cat. So- I, I well, that's you know what I have heard whispers of it, and it's not good. Anyhow. <laughs> Right, so she's on here a couple times, still levitating. Jesus, good it. song. I mean, that's a pop song like every other pop song, but it's doing a few different interesting things, and the and it's catchier than this. Hyper catchy. And that, oh, oh, levitating. But no, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Loving it. Everything about that song is great. So there you go. So like you can make for a pop song. Yeah, yeah. It, you can make a pop song 
that gets to number one that Jake and I think is a good pop song. Or you, you can write this. Yeah, well, yeah. You can write this, and this is yeah, not so bad. so don't write us in. And if you want to write in to us, it's <laughs> why are people listening to this at gmail.com. Yeah, and tell us all about why we're <laughs> tell wrong. Tell us about why we're wrong. Or you can tell us what you'd like to hear us Talk rip into. Because sure. that might be fun, too. Yeah, we'll take we're, requests. We're new gr- yeah, we'll take requests. Screw it. So whatever is in the top ten, if we haven't talked about it, let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. And um, Jake, let's just play the song so that people can hear the song. Yeah. Just remember, just think aha. Think yeah. take on me, then listen to this and realize it was written by a computer trying to write that song. <laughs> <laughs> and then here you go. All right. Enjoy. Bye. people listening to this is brought to you by the black box collective and outside the lines press and it's produced by me jake hanlon and my friend justin gregg if you enjoyed the show please give us a rating and maybe a review on the apple podcast store this is the number one thing you could do to help out the show strangely enough and it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now 